The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Welcome to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we are on Voice America Radio Network's business channel. We're sponsored by Cision, which was formerly Bacon's Media. Visit them at Cision.com. A really cool show today. I love my my job here because I'm learning all the time. We're going to be talking about game link messaging. It's traditional PR messages that are integrated into free online casual games and distributed via social media sites. Sounds complicated, but I think it's easy. My guest today, I have two guests, Victoria Lang, who's co-president of Plus Media, plusmedia.com. And uh, she's enjoyed a varied producing career in television, film, and theater for over 20 years. Um, she was a producer on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee, and I'm sure I've pitched you many times, Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she received three Emmy Award nominations, and she created a show called Haven, a syndicated weekly half-hour sponsored program on home decorating starring Regis's wife, Joy Philbin, and it's still in national syndication. Victoria, welcome. Thank you. And our second guest is Josh Welber. Uh, he is CTO of LargeAnimal.com. That's, you heard me right, LargeAnimal.com. And he's worked as a game developer since uh, 1977. And um, in that time, he, he has been the lead programmer on dozens of PC and web-based uh, web games and the architect of a variety of server and client game platforms. He has a BA from the New York University's Gallatin School and an MFA in Design and Technology from Parsons School of Design. So welcome, Josh. Thanks, Maureen. So let's talk about, well, I just wanted to read some stats that I got from one of your press releases where you say over 200 million people worldwide play online casual games every month. Two-thirds are in the U.S., 63% are women, and 83, uh, that shocks me, and 83% think positively about the brands that they're integrated into free games. And uh, casual gaming has seen a uh, year-over-year growth of 79%. So what is GameLink messaging to you? Uh, well, game link messaging was a concept that Plus Media uh, came up with in response to uh, clients in the public relations arena that were looking for new methods to um, reach consumers. Um, we've been doing broadcast media and radio and television for years, but the internet, obviously, having such a um, you know a huge part of people's lives now, was uh, something that we've been exploring for some time. And um, it, it, a quick story, but we were working on a project with Lifetime TV to develop some new shows for their website, which was a testing ground. And uh, at one point, they, they were just about to do it, and they scrapped everything and said, we're just going to do games. We're like, games? What do you mean they're just doing games? <laughs> That's when we started to look into what is it with the games. And another friend who had been working on The Apprentice 
um, had said, you know, he had left The Apprentice to work on games. So we looked at, when I started to see the statistics of all of these people, and particularly women that were playing them in the 30-plus age range, which is, you know, a core demographic for many brands, uh-huh. uh, gaming seemed to make sense. But all we were seeing was, you know, at logos being slapped onto products in a game or a sponsorship or, or a banner ad. Mm-hmm. And so we uh, started to look for um, a way to integrate them into, into brands, into the game, so that players could actually work, you know, play, literally play, with the attributes of the product and get some sort of messaging. And uh, we looked all over the globe, literally online, talked to people in, you know, India, et cetera, and working late one night, found Large Animal, oddly, six blocks away. <laughs> I <laughs> that love was New York. the only um, developer that was uh, had actually come up with a, um, a concept for social gaming that made complete sense. And um, that is when we came up with the concept for integrating the brands and the messaging into gaming and came up with game link messaging. So did you develop that, Josh? Did, were you involved in the development of that? Or story, Yeah, story? It, it's a real, it's a sort of a kismet story. I, I, at the same time that they, that Plus was thinking about how to get into games, we, um, who, you know, we've been making casual games uh, pretty much exclusively, although on different platforms, for about eight years. And we had, we're just starting our second round of social network games, um, social network casual games, with the idea of coming up with games where including brands um, as a business model for us uh-huh. would actually make the games better and more fun for the players as opposed to the stuff um, uh, Victoria's referencing where you just slap a brand on it. Okay. So we had hit on women, um, although they're a big, the majority of the social networking world are really underserved by games, mm-hmm. and um, we didn't see any good fashion-oriented games out there. So we had this concept for what to wear, and we knew it would be great to have real products in it um, and wanted to do that. And we're just starting to explore how we could handle the business end of that. How do we find the brand? So, so just take me back in time. So, so the, the games that you had before were something you had to access through your uh, laptop or your computer, right? Games, that's- well, we've, we've done uh, sort of two directions of games in mm-hmm. the casual space. One is um, uh, what are called downloadable games. Uh-huh. That's been going on for about five years. It started, or at this point, actually, almost seven years. In 2002, this phenomenon started to happen where non-core game players um, started getting into downloading games for free, trying them out, and if they liked them, you could buy them for usually 19.95. Okay. Players like Yahoo and Real Media and uh, Microsoft started selling these online. So you did need a PC, but you um, and you used the web, but you downloaded it. Okay. And tried it uh, after that, kind of like a CD game. Then the other types of games we we had made historically were in a browser, and you just went to the website. They were totally free, um, and they were usually done to upsell those ga- those other games, those mm-hmm. those ones that you actually charged for. When in 2007, in the late spring, Facebook opened up their platform to developers, and you know, soon after, over the, that year and in 2008, other big social networks started opening it up. And there was this new opportunity to make, for, for developer publishers like ourselves, to make online in-browser games uh-huh. that had a direct relationship. We have a direct relationship to the audience, and they're delivered through the medium of Facebook, the site of Facebook or MySpace. 
but it's a very direct relationship. So right. So really you're so so I'm on, let's say I'm on Facebook, mm-hmm. and um, and I use Facebook like for a lot of my communications mm-hmm. with uh, friends and colleagues, and I have on there a game that that gets sent to me, and I can just play it for free on Facebook. You Is can that play how it for free. Yeah. The the you you. If, uh, you'll probably see requests building up uh, if you're on Facebook very much from lots of different of friends who are playing a game and want you to come and, and, and join them and play that game with them. Um, yeah, and but most the people are familiar are all free, with you know. by and large. And the business model we had we've been using and now we're adding brands to it um, are selling virtual items or uh, advertising. So, so Victoria, explain yes. then this what to wear game that you're launching uh, in a few days. Well, this is a, a game that was developed by Large Animal Games, um, and it's it's a fashion and beauty game, and the the the, the brands that are um, integrating into it um, are all like Swatch watches, um, InStyler, which is a you know a hair wand. We've got a Tone a body wash that you know gleans. And uh, a tooth, uh, arm and hammer, um, teeth whitener. Um, there are uh, all kinds of fashions. It's a it's a, it's a daily challenge um, that um, will be on your Facebook application, on, you know, on your Facebook that you will play with friends and vote on each other's outfits. Josh is actually probably better to to take yeah, you through you, it quickly. Victoria's got it though. I mean, there's really two core things you're doing in it. It's very like a lot of casual games. It's very easy to get into and, and very straightforward. You're in the role of a stylist, or you're in the role of a judge, and you alternate. So you go to the application, and essentially you're, you're dressing up um, from the store, from the virtual store, a model. Models can also be selected. Um, you come up with a style you like, and that style can include a virtual version of these brands that Victoria mentioned, or other brands. So I make I make up my model. I put the sweet-looking gold swatch watch on her. I get her to where I like her, and I submit her to the daily contest if I want. The contests each day all have themes, so it might be your first date is dressing for your first date with a, with a new man, or it might be it's a family picnic. So we'll have a different theme each day. You submit, and then at the same time uh, that that contest, there's, there's the picnic contest is accepting submissions. Mm-hmm. There's another contest running, which is from yesterday's submissions, and now you go over and you're formed that you're in the judge's role, sort of, you know, like on um, any of the design shows where you where you have that panel of judges, except you're judging all of your friends and all of the contributions from all the people on the social networks. They're the styles. And the important thing to know about that is every time you do anything and you participate, you're gaining virtual currency mm-hmm. and building up your bank account so you can go shopping. Who are these women that can play games all day? I, I want to know. Well, it's interesting. I mean, the people do, some people do end up playing for really long periods of time, but one of the characteristics of casual games are these short sessions. And that's especially true on social networks. So rather than being like the, the core game experience where you're expected to spend hours playing the game, mm-hmm. here you'll go to the game, you might spend five minutes making a style you like, um, save it, and then go away. You're on Facebook. And later in the day you get a notification saying voting has started. You go and it takes two minutes. You vote on a half a dozen or a dozen outfits, and then you go away. So, so you're online at the bank. Or you're online at the grocery store. Well, 
that in that case, that that's, that comes into the multiple different platforms you can play on. So, what to wear probably in September will be available on an iPhone, oh. <laughs> and that's where you would um, you'd be able to do that. Wow! Wow! Yeah, and one of the important things to know, you know, is that games are replacing TV now for relaxation. Um, a lot of people are, uh, you know, because I was also floored by the fact that so many women were playing them and who's finding time. But it's it's a break from work uh, at, at lunch hour. <laughs> you know, play five or ten minutes to play the game, interact with your friends, connect with your friends. Women looking to um, make connections uh, with women of similar interests. A lot of mothers take it, take a break. Well, we're going to take a break right now for our sponsors, and um, we will be back with Victoria and Josh after a word from our sponsor. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790, 866-472-5790, Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, Radio to Thrive By. Decisions Communication Intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis, and we've been talking with Victoria Lang and Josh Welber about their new project, which launches in a couple days, June 15th, What to Wear, which is a online, I mean, a social network game. Very good. (laughs) And it's uh, game link messaging is what it is. So um, let's talk about sort of the rise of social networks and and, and why we're finding these games on social networks is working as a PR slash you know branding opportunity for clients for you, Victoria. Yeah, well, cl- clearly social networks are gaining every day and growing in popularity, um, and you're finding people of similar interests um, connecting with each other, and that is sort of the basis of public relations is word of mouth, mm-hmm. um, and so if consumers, players are are literally playing with something within a game and have that brand experience, it's something they can share with um, people of similar interests and their friends, which is what makes it extremely viral. Um, what uh, what the game link messaging concept was and how um, Large Animal has been able to incorporate it into what to wear and, and future games is the fact that not only are the um, players utilizing products and learning about the benefits and getting messaging within their gameplay, but whenever they do utilize uh, the, the brand, there's a message going out on the activity feeds or news feeds to their friends. So their friends are seeing, oh, uh, Maureen, you know, used um, the tone body wash in her uh, on her model and won the What to Wear contest for her sleek, smooth look, something like that, which then includes links to web offers, websites, their Facebook page. And that's the kind of earned media that the public relations industry was looking for and what was missing in any other casual game um, opportunity and what's unique about what Large Animal developed because here you are now, this was, can only happen in a social environment and on a social network. And that's um, a theme that, you know, it seems no matter what the, the topic of, of my shows are, here, it, it's a theme of authenticity that has been coming up with all the new social media, and that is, you know, as opposed to the traditional advertising and a traditional PR, that all the new media stuff is, is all ties back to the authenticity of the message because it's being delivered by people that are very specific to your demographic. Exactly. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's and that's I think why the um, a more traditional branded game approach, which has been tried a lot on Facebook and other social networks, doesn't really work um, because people are using games, social games, uh, social network games, as an expressive tool, and it feels manipulative to a player. Right. Whereas something like What to Wear, or to, where the brand is integrated into a virtual space that, that makes sense. You know, you, you do wear Swatch watches, and they, they do make you look cool, um, uh, is actually something a player wants to celebrate. Right, and, and, so it's, not, and it's not the old of MySpace era where it was just blasted out to everybody. This is really... You know, a Facebook where it's really you know, spe- specific to whom, you, whom you've let into your social network. So you're right. really going to take their word 
at, at a stronger value. But how do you measure that, Victoria? How do you measure, you know, is this such a new model for, for PR? When you have clients come to you, how do you value it? How do you price it? And how do you measure the, you know, quantitatively the result? Well, um, actually, what is very important to clients is measurement. It's not an advertising uh, tool, so it's not your traditional, you know, CPM methodology and banner ads. Um, but what what is um, very different from this is that there are very measurable tools. It's um, we can measure, you know, total application downloads, average time that's spent, uh, the number of impressions of the brand products in the virtual stores. We can count the number of users who added the brand's products to their closet or, you know, put put the brand on their avatar. So all of this is, is measurable, uh, including all of the messaging as well um, that is delivered to clients every two weeks. So though it's not a focus group, it has a lot of the qualities of that because with this, you know, regular reporting every couple of weeks to a brand, they can tell whether, um, you know, the – there, uh, people have used more Arm & Hammer teeth whitener to get white, you know, smiles and white teeth um, or or not. You know, what particularly has, has resonated to the right. players. And are they getting feedback like you would on a, on a mommy blog, for example? Are they getting feedback? Is there, is there a chat page where they can chat about the brand? Yeah, one of the, um, one of the properties of the game's space is the game itself, mm-hmm. and then there's areas for um, discussion. Uh, so... This is common in a lot of social network applications that you know people will discuss the game, but they'll also discuss the themes in the game. And as the developers of the game, and with Plus, we can sort of start discussion topics going. Right. And so I want to talk to you about because it's not a focus group, but how did you? How do you? This isn't launched yet. So how? Who's playing right now? And how did you find? You know, get this test group? And how did you? Uh, Josh, it's probably a question for yeah. you. Well, we actually have worked on a number of fashion games um, on different platforms. So we drew a lot from that experience um, in terms of testing this out. And then it's really been using um, the testing, because we, you know, because we haven't launched it yet, um, what we do is we bring people in to the office and watch them play our games. <laughs> um, so, and it's actually very helpful to have the developers who are working on the game watching players play the games in a really open, no-specific-agenda format, because you really discover a lot of things there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the primary mechanism. But then also one of the things to, to understand is that social network games are really, it's really a service we're running. So we're about to start running. We run three right now, and we're about to start running another one, which is the What to Wear service. And so we're launching. I'm confused. Why are you calling it a service? Because it's ongoing as opposed to the packaged games world where you work for a really long time on a game, you put it out, you do a lot of testing, and then you put it out to the world and you hope for the best. Whereas our development strategy with social games is that we do uh, a certain amount of core work and we release the game, but we know we're going to keep the same team developing on that game for many months to come, ongoing. How do so you they'll be adding things as we get feedback? Because uh, you keep adding and changing and, and it's right. shifting so they don't get bored. So when we, when we see that players really like doing one in that discussion, you know, not just the brands, but we ourselves will be trolling that discussion and, and, and provoking it to find out what players like, what they'd like to see. And then we just, you know, because it's all online, we can just put those updates out there and the next time you come and play, the game has changed in the way you wanted it to. Wow. Wow. So, so um, what is your 
is your you know you're launching June fifteenth. What is your sort of PR plan for this business? Is there are you reaching out to um, brands or they they're finding you and how are people finding out about you? It's, Besides it's little, doing my show. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a little bit of both. We've been reaching out to the um, public relations industry since January, basically, and a lot of it's been education as to this is a brand new concept. No one's right. you know new to it, and social media is one of the core components now of most. Um, public relations plans, so there's a great interest in it. So there's been, you know, a bit of a uh, a learning curve that I think now is um, mm-hmm. is uh, you know a, getting to to a critical mass. And you know, a number of brands um, came in initially, and then a few that once they got it and they it's on their radar screen have started to call and want to be included in it. So um, it's. You know, I think that once the game launches on Monday on the 15th and people are actually playing it, um, you know, convincing clients of the, the um, uh, merit of it will be a lot easier once it's, it's, you know, something that they can actually play with. And, and, and just before we go to our next break, which is in about, you know, two and a half minutes, tell us about the launch and, and, and sort of what, how are you getting the word out on that to potential players? Well, or Laura, the brand Laura Jan, or the player. I'm sorry, you both spoke. Oh, sorry, yeah, Josh, go ahead. You mean the players of the game? Yeah, how are we getting? Um, yeah, well, we have a bunch of existing games, so that have about close to half a million players, mm-hmm. um, and that's across multiple social networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our system is set up so that players on different social networks can can play together. Um, so one of the things we'll do is communicate to those players mm-hmm. about the new game. Uh, there's a number of mechanisms in social networks and outside of it through email and the, the different messaging techniques you have there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one of the cool things about social networks from a traditional advertising point of view, if you want to use that technique, which we will, is that you can really target, especially on Facebook. So uh, if, you, if we want to advertise and bring totally new players into the game that we don't know about before, we can tell Facebook, we want to show these advertisements and these messages to uh, women over 20 who are interested, who have declared that fashion is one of their interests. Right. But the primary mechanism to get players, that seeds it. The primary mechanism is the game's own viral um, propagation loops itself. So the things that Victoria was referencing, if I create an outfit, um, I can post that outfit to my feed and actually... All my friends will see that out, a miniature version of that outfit, mm-hmm. as well as the brands, if any, that are included in it, um, and a message from me. And they, they, you know, you log into Facebook, uh, Maureen, and if Victoria is your friend on Facebook and she was playing the game and just made an outfit, you'll see in your home feed this nice little picture of the outfit, Victoria's message, and if you click on that, then you're in the game and you're playing with Victoria. Right, and it can just take you a few seconds, and then you get back to your work. Right. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping the whole world doesn't collapse because everyone's playing games. So we're going to have to uh, take a break. When, uh, but when we get back, I want to talk about how this bleeds into the real world. I mean, how are we actually seeing people going out and buying products? And um, I also want to find learn some more stuff because I never it never ceases to amaze me. I think I know everything about social networking, and then I hear about Toga and Bebo. So when we get back, we're going to find out from Victoria and Josh what the heck are those things. We'll be right back. This is your host, Maureen Kettis.
up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now back to the show. Are you tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. I've been talking with Victoria Lang, who is co-president of Plus Media, plusmedia.com, and Josh Welber, who's a game developer and CTO of largeanimal.com. And we've been talking about what to wear, their new um, gaming, (laughs) what do we call it, a game link messaging um, that launches June 15th on social networks in your neighborhood, <laughs> a social network near you. So um, let me just ask you a really dumb question because, you know, I'm learning every day, but what is the difference between ca- a casual game and a dressy game, <laughs> Josh? A casual game and a more traditional video game? Yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you define a casual game? Because we keep using well, the term. Yeah, there's sort of two directions to take. That, that name, casual game, came out of that space I mentioned at the beginning with downloadable uh, this new mechanism for delivery. So casual games, uh, from the audience perspective, mm-hmm. casual games are mass market games. Typically the players are older, um, so over 30 uh, in, in our space, in the, in the download space and the social network space. We see a lot of players, uh, you know, 35, 40 and older. Um, they're people who don't identify themselves as video game players the way that console game players do. So you might do, uh, you might ask them, you know, are you a game player? And they would totally say no. And then it would turn out that they spend, you know, an hour or two a week playing games like What to Wear, as Victoria was saying, you know, during their lunch break or what have you. Ah, okay. Yeah. And, and then I think from the gameplay perspective, casual games—that's where the word casual has a little bit more significance, in that it's meant to be easy. They don't. The gameplay—it might be challenging later on in the game. 
but the games are easy to get into, and they don't make assumptions about your knowledge of other video games, usually. Ah, okay. So in the way that the latest role-playing game for Xbox, you know, if you haven't played role-playing video games for years, you'll have no idea what's going on. Right, and you don't know how to use the joystick and the right, button. Right, exactly. With these kind of casual games, the idea is if you've ever used a computer, you should be able to sit down in front of it and just start playing. Super, super simple. And, and Victoria, did you want to add something there? Yeah, I was, I was going to say that it doesn't, it, it, that's the whole basis of it, is that if there's even instructions that maybe take less than a minute to read and that you can virtually go on and join the game at any point in time and, you know, spend five minutes and still feel, you know, still has spent, uh, done a whole round within a game. Right. So let's, let's talk about how does this online casual gaming bleed into real-world um, product buying and events, and, and how does this, um, how does it work? I mean, how are we going to really profit from it? Besides the fact that we, we get impressions with players, how are these brands going to profit from well, I, I think there's sort of one angle that I, I can talk about a little bit more, and then the, the real step into the real world, Victoria probably has more ideas. But um, in the virtual space, you're, the brands, I think, are getting a lot more than just impressions um, because the people are interacting with these op- These are virtual objects of theirs that fit into an existing virtual game universe, um, like what to wear. They are. Uh, we're getting all sorts of information about how people are interacting with it, you know, it, taking an example of Swatch, we'll be able to tell Swatch a month out of the six watches that are in the game right now, which of them are used more. Um, when they're used more, who votes on them more? Things like that. So it starts to be uh, information that they actually might even inform their decisions as a company about choices they make and how they market in, in the real product. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are really interesting possibilities. Uh, Tone is the first to take advantage yeah. of it. That's right, Victoria. Tone's the yeah, one Tone is that involves yeah. <clears throat> uh, relating the real-world product to the virtual one through couponing. So, Victoria, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, Tone has it's an um, it's a new antioxidant body wash. So that's okay. they what they they want to convey is that and they're bl- that it's with blueberry and vitamins. So. Basically, we developed an animation within the game that represents those benefits of the product. Um, so once a player is in the game and chooses to buy the, the tone body wash, the animation transforms the skin, makes it look more smooth and clean and glowing, and there's little blueberries floating around, and, you know, it's, it's, it's quite a little transformation. But this helps the gamers see the effects of the product in a really fun and interactive way. But then in addition, as Josh was saying, to the animation, they, Tone has, is doing, uh, giving away coupons for the new product. So, you know, I think it's the first 200,000 players receive a hyperlink to a Tone coupon in their Facebook inbox. Then the player can take that coupon to their local drugstore, purchase the product that they previously used in the game. Wow. So that's really, I mean, that's, Really that's, smart. Yeah, that's how it's going. <laughs> um, now, um, so in terms of, uh, so that's that's one direct way to do it. I'm sure there's probably uh, many, many other ways to get people to actually buy the product. But, well, I uh, think part of it is, you know, and what what public relations um, is after is is getting the consumer to understand what the um, attributes of the product are, why this is something that they want to use. So, for example, with the InStyler hair. Um, 
it's a hot iron rotating wand that's used by a lot of, you know, celebrity hairstylists, whatever. But you, you know, when you're in the game and you can actually do a before and after where you're taking, you know, the, the, your model's hair and getting the frizz out or building the body in it or adding the curl, that's something that you're, you're seeing within the game that then you want to sample in the real world. Wow. And, and that's what we're at. Are, are you going to be planning um, events around this? In other words, you can get together with friends in your social network um, within your area and actually have the sponsors be there as well? Or is there any plan sort of for live events or no? Well, there is now that you mentioned. That's it. a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's going to cost You're it. a great publicist. <laughs> Thanks for the free tip. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Maureen. Well, one of the beauties of this, too, is in because the uh, the fact that the game is, is you know, a cooperative experience between many brands, uh, non-competitive brands, obviously, is that we have the, the benefit of many uh, publicists uh, promoting the game because of their own interest in it, but promoting the game in general so that that increases the exposure in the universe. And it's been really a, a terrific journey working with these really creative um, public relations executives who are coming up with all kinds of ideas on their own, like mm-hmm. something you just suggested. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a it's a great brain trust, I think. Right, right. I mean, this is and and I think now if you don't get on the social network bandwagon, you're 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 gone, you're finished. Yeah, every brand is looking for that. Right, right. So, um, Josh, I was on your site and I saw two things I'd never seen before. <laughs> I'm just always amazed. Um, what is Bebo? Bebo. Okay. Bebo is, um, and uh, you know what, I alternately say Bebo and Bebo. It's B-E-B-O. B-E-B-O. Um, they are on another uh, of the top social networks. Um, their audience is, uh, uh, it's, they're, if you think of the, the experience of Bebo as a site, it's a little bit of Facebook and it's a little bit of MySpace um, from a user perspective. Uh, they tend to have a... Bigger audience, I think, in um, in Europe, but um, but they have a pretty big audience here in the U.S. as well. They're a company actually that AOL, Time Warner bought maybe maybe a year or two ago, so they're part of AOL as well. So it's like another Facebook. It's or? another Facebook. Um, it's it's like Facebook in that I, it's it's not kids as much as uh, my or it didn't start out. You know, MySpace started out as much younger. Right. Um, although MySpace too is is seventy percent of the people I think on MySpace mm-hmm. at this point are you know, over 20 or, the, or over 18. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's, in terms of total size, uh-huh. uh, I think it's in, a, in the top five of social networks. Right. So the way we approach our, our development and with the game like messaging, the way we're approaching all of these projects, not just what to wear, is that we'll make the game. The game experience is pretty much the same wherever you play it. Um, and then our, the TOGA system that's referenced at the bottom of that page is our proprietary backend that makes it possible, our server that makes it possible for that same game to be played on MySpace and Facebook, ah, Abo, okay. and the you know like so it's a multi-platform wear. sort of language, basically. right? And so there's there's you know there's a contest every day in what to wear, and I'll be voting if I'm on Facebook, I might be voting on somebody who's on Bebo. Wow, Victoria, how do you see this um, evolving into? Um, in even more serious demographics. So let's say it's not a what-to-wear game, but it, let's say there would be a game that could trans, uh, translate into a LinkedIn. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're in the process of creating, you know, games with um, large animal that are, you know, fun, social, creative, and um, they, you know, LinkedIn is a more interesting concept because it's so such a professional, right. you know, niche to it. But there, are, you know, there's games that could be um, have that spirit to it of a professionalism and still integrate brands into it. Right. Um, like designing a computer. Yeah, 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 designing a computer. It could be, you know, all kinds of. In fact, it can be, you know, clothing <laughs> suits to office supplies to, you know, to, uh, you know, transportation. Um, because also LinkedIn has many different, you know, trip trip uh, um, applications and things like that that could play into what that core audience is on on that site for. Uh, but, you know, the beauty of these types of social games is that they can go into any type of um, uh, topic, whether it's, you know, food, home, household products. Uh, they can be designed around, from a co-op standpoint, around, you know, uh, a broad spectrum of products and interests, um, and conversely with companies like, say, a Unilever that has many of their own brands can create their own game that that speaks to that audience, you know, their core demographic that uses those brands and can incorporate them and use them within gameplay to understand them better and know what the um, particular, you know, attributes of that product are. All right, so what what part of, you, of this this um business model design is proprietary. It's only the, only the technology behind the game because you could basically have companies knocking you off and making their own games well, and I not doing the co-op. Like you have this as sort of a co-op, right? You have several bands within one game. In mm-hmm. this game it is. I mean, uh, Josh can speak to the proprietary software, but it's also a lot has to do with budget. It's not it's you know there's there's a, a big cost in developing the game mm-hmm. and and promoting it and making it something people are going to actually play and make it worthwhile mm-hmm. um, and uh, what the co-op concept came up is because like it did in, in television and radio is that it made it affordable if everybody you know chipped in right. and was non-competitive in the same theme that made sense well you know that made makes it affordable for clients. Well, you know, we're going to um, actually stop and take an, our, our, our last, our third break, but um, when we come back, I want to talk more about this sort of um, how, how companies can budget for this, how they can get in on a co-op, and, and are there some brands like Unilever, like you mentioned, that would um, maybe do their own game and how that would go, and if they would actually come to a company like you for help, I would imagine they would. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor with our guests, Victoria Lang from Plus Media and Josh Welber from LargeAnimal.com, and, and they're talking about what to wear, which launches June 15th. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network
Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home, you need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between. Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Cision's communication intelligence allows organizations to tell their story effectively. Whether they're speaking to TV networks or social networks, the company's Cision Point web platform integrates the world-class Bacon's Media Database with global media monitoring and analysis services. It gives communications professionals the tools they need to optimize their performance and build corporate and brand reputation. Find us on the web at www.us.cision.com. That's us.cision.com. C-I-S-I-O-N dot com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now back to the show. Welcome back again to PR Insider. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. We've been talking with Victoria Lang, co-president of PlusMedia.com, and Josh Welber from LargeAnimal.com. Don't forget, you can always um, archive, archive the show on Voice America Business 24-7, so just, you can listen anytime. And uh, we've been talking about game link messaging, which is a new term i got to get on the tip of my tongue so I can sound hip at a business meeting. Oh, yeah, so if you tried Game Link Messages, you should check out uh, What to Wear, which is their show, which launches um, June 15 in a couple days. Very, are you guys nervous about your launch? Cool as a cucumber. Yeah. <laughs> excited? Yeah, we're too excited. exhausted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you going to have any sort of um, celebration once it launches, or how, how are you going to? 
just uh, personally as a company. I, I'm working on a new cocktail right now, um, the signature <laughs> exactly. cocktail for the game. It's called What to Drink, <laughs> yeah, a new show. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> or, I, I, it's, it's a challenge. Okay. It's all just challenge. So let's, we were talking um, before we left uh, on the break um, about proprietary um, technology. So, so what happens if, let's say, one day Facebook is not popular anymore? And what is Toga, and, and how do you right. brand, how do you protect your proprietary um Technology. Well, the, um, that's, a, that's a good question. So when we got made the transition from being downloadable a downloadable game developer to really working on the social game space, um, we realized we would want to be able to be on multiple networks and not have to redo things for ourselves multiple times every time you know MySpace changes something or Weibo mm-hmm. or High Five. And there's you know the number of networks is just growing and growing. Um, and so we developed Toga, um, which is our, our uh, name for our back-end platform, our own server, where the games live um, and are served from. And what Toga does is it treats each of these different social networks as just another place to play the game. So from the point of view of the game and the player playing the game, the in-game experience is, is the same. Um, but the out-of-game experience, which is really important on each of these networks, is appropriately translated for the network that that person's playing on. So just as a quick example, on Facebook, when I like an outfit and what to wear and I click the heart button and say I like it, what will happen is a, a news feed with that picture will pop up. Um, on MySpace, when I click that button, it will po- do a blog post, which is a, a MySpace concept. Um, and on Bebo, it'll do an automatic feed. Mm-hmm. So what Toga does is, from the development end, is it makes it much easier for us to concentrate on the quality of the game. And from the brand's point of view, and then just from a business point of view for us, it insulates us from the capriciousness of any one social network. Mm-hmm. So if Facebook changes the rules, although I don't see why they would because they'd be shooting themselves in the foot, mm-hmm. um, but if they did change the rules and it, we couldn't be on there anymore, we wouldn't have to scramble and do any work. We're already everywhere else. Mm. So. Mm. Seems like this would translate really well into um, interior design games where you design a home and you could bring in a lot of brands. And also seems like it might be nice for a um, something that gives back to planet Earth, you know, a game that where, you know, instead of uh, store credits or some kind of carbon offset credit that people could get involved with. So what is what are the future... Those are just two two more free ideas from me this morning. What, is, what are the what's the future projects for um, for well, for you, Victoria, and you, Josh? Did you have? Um, it's funny because both of those are know, on the is list. Is this going to yeah. link into you know link into a LinkedIn, for example? Yeah, we have a cut. Well, the the beauty of this is that it can be easily adapted to a number of themes, mm-hmm. and we have uh, two more coming up. One in the fall and another one in the spring, which I'll let Josh talk about. Okay, Josh, take okay. it away. Well, take so away. we have um, two, those two and then a third that uh, this is Victoria's first in knowledge of it. Um, you're going to need to Oh, I'm it. learning something. Uh, <laughs> is, so one is called Office World, and it is a virtual um, office uh-huh. that has a real tongue-in-cheek, takes a sort of tongue-in-cheek sense of humor to white-collar office work. Uh, it's, if you can imagine a video game that was kind of like the spirit of the television show, The Office, um, in which it just celebrates the mundane activities that irritate us all about about office work. Right. Um, and everybody works in an office together, um, so we're all coworkers. And the other concept we're working on, um, 
with PLOS as well is um, Household Hero. And in that, uh, in that game is celebrating the, the uh, activities involved with keeping your home up to date. Uh, the design of a home is an aspect of it, um, as well as just the everyday activities of washing clothes and taking the kids to soccer and so on. All of those will be represented in this kind of humorous and celebrate celebratory way. Oh, so I can have a virtual home that's completely organized and together. Yes, and I can, yeah, so what I like I can about ignore my real home. You can challenge your friends to play your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of the ideas is that you'll, you, you know, they, you can say to your friends, well, you think you have it hard. I've got three kids and, uh, and a two-hour commute. Play my life. Right. Um, and then the third one is a concept we, uh, we just actually posted a demo for it. If you go to blog.largeanimal.com. Blog.largeanimal.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get to the demo, and it's, uh, it's for uh, a game called Infinite Journey, and it has that environmental focus that you were, you uh-huh. were wondering about or mentioning. Um, it's a more traditional mechanic. You're, you play this sort of nature boy or girl character uh-huh. um, and are traveling through the home worlds of each of your friends on your social network, sort of walking along the friend graph. Uh-huh. Um, and in your, your goal, in a way, is to bring things to life. And your enemy are these various elements, you could think of them as pollution or, or negligence, that are, you know, uh, that are decimating the world. Um, and so the brand integration there, I think, is, is going to be a little bit more, more interesting. I mean, there's, there's potentially there for things that are directly related to growing things uh-huh. um, and, and that kind of uh, home life. But there may be other opportunities for things that are not representing the actual functionality of the, of the items that the brand... Um, Josh, i got to ask you a question. Yeah. When you yeah. were a kid, were you one of these kids that played these crazy games for hours? Um, well, when I was <laughs> because whenever you're on, I want some of it. I played a fair amount of games, but, you know, I was a kid a while ago, so they were, they were pretty primitive by, by today's comparison. And then I went through a period of a number of years where I didn't play games. Okay. <laughs> I came back to games, actually, with casual games. Victoria, what about you? Do you um, Have you played any online games? Do you think you would be a perfect demographic that you would get sucked in? I, I did get sucked in. I have to tell you, when I started playing Scramble uh-huh. on Facebook, Forget it. <laughs> I'm totally addicted to that. Um, well, Facebook was, is for me like a walk down memory lane or, you know, some of my girlfriends are hooking up with old boyfriends, you know. <laughs> right, exactly. You find people that you maybe didn't want to find, you know. Yeah, yeah you'd be surprised. And, you know, and, you're, and people are popping up that you didn't even, you know, you haven't talked to in 10 right. years. They're playing against you. It's, it's really fascinating. Well, I just want to give you guys one more plug. It's June 15th. The, the game launches. It's called What to Wear, and we can find it on? On Facebook. On Facebook, and um, it's been um, a pleasure having Victoria Lang from plusmedia.com and Josh Welber from largeanimal.com. I'm your host, Maureen Kettis. I want to thank my uh, producer, John Missel, and my um, nephew, Doran Roberts Kettis, who wrote my theme music. And I want to do a shout-out to my mom, who's recovering from surgery. Hi, Mom. And um, that's it. Tune in next week at prinsider.biz, and um, we will talk to you then. And... Don't forget to relate to your public, whoever they may be. Thanks.
Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision, helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week.